Hello, and welcome to my Xbox and me, episode 389. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, and this podcast just got a whole lot more American. Alongside Matt P. Video. Howdy, y'all. No, that's the wrong, that's too far south. What do they say? Wait. I'm walking here. I'm walking. I'm, wa- I'm walking. I'm walking here. For, for those who are I not watching that. the video, so for those much. who are not watching the video, uh, Matt is in a hotel room. It could easily have been shot, made for shooting pornography. Um, <laughs> and it's one of those. It looks like a fake backdrop it that you put in Google Hangouts or something. But hey. can you go lay on the bed for us? Yeah, yeah, sure. Hold on. I wanna, I wanna oh, no, no. Them. Then it's then we're gonna lose ad rev. Aren't <laughs> no, we? no, no, no. We'll, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. Let's just go get on that. There we go. It's real. It's Matt real. See you can see. Real. I was expecting Matt to just fall through. <laughs> fall through the green screen. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I made the bed for this shot, and then I and now I've just ruined it. So you can enjoy that, everybody. It's, fine. it's for the content. Uh, yeah, so the Matt's content. in New York. Uh, he's gone to see Crash without me, and I'm kind of upset. That's the reason he came to New York specifically. Was I, to see me. I owe Crash a pizza. That's true. the only reason yeah. I'm here. True, true, true. That's and that of course, pizza. Uh, the one and only two fresh Crash. Crash, how are you? I'm doing good. Good. You know, can't can't complain. Can we get a new saying this year? Can we get like a? I'm doing great. <laughs> I don't want good anymore. Yeah, I want that's a rough one. <laughs> that's a big change for you. I know it's a big change. It's uh... I like consistently. I like things being the same. Yeah, Once right. I say it's great, it's. That's going to be, it's great for the rest of the year. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. know that. Right, we'll, be that we'll be waiting. We'll be okay. waiting. Um, boys, today is the day we discuss game of the year, our top 10 list of 2022, and of course, my Xbox and me's game of the year. Um, we got some, we got some questions that have been thrown in with this. Thank you very much to original cookie man. So I'll be sprinkling them in as much as I possibly can, but, yeah, no topic of the show, none of that. Obviously, uh, this is my Xbox and me, our weekly Xbox podcast. Maybe you can support it over on patreon.com slash mcfixer. I'm still figuring out uh, the name change and some of the branding changes and things like that. So it will happen probably at the end of the month. Um, so stick with us there. Uh, go subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash my Xbox and me. Um, again, Matt's away. I'm just getting back into the swing of things. We're back. We're doing our thing. We'll be we'll be in full force real, 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 real soon. Um, shout out to Patreon producers, Aaron Guard, FNH Paul for supporting the My Xbox and Me crew as per usual. I did throughout the entirety of 2022 and uh, it's good to see they're with us through 2023 as well. Um, game of the year, boys. We are going to do it. We're going to go one by one as we go on and, you know, we're going to discuss discuss why this game's in our list and things like that. Um, and yeah, man, I've got, like I say, Original Cookie Man gave us uh, some, some little categories with a little bit of a description of what this category means and uh, yeah. what game we can put in there. So we kick it off with, what year is it? The game made all, uh, the game made all sense uh, of time disappear when playing. Is there one game this year, boys, that that has happened with you with? Yeah, crashing. Elden Ring. Yeah, shock. That's the correct answer. I lost track of time. Like I'd be like, I'm gonna sit down and play this for like an hour, and then ten hours later, it's like, oh, maybe it's time to go to bed. It's like five in the morning or whatever. Um, Elden Ring. I assume the same for you, Matt. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, everything Crash has said, and and like the the thing that kept blowing me about away about that game is finding new areas and realizing the scope of that area, like. Every time I thought like, oh, I must be coming towards the climax here. Nope. Here's another massive area that's basically its entire world with its own enemy types. 
complete different en enemy variation, probably three or four bosses hidden in here somewhere. Like, and it just kept going. And every time you enter one of those areas, it's just so well executed and designed as well. Like, nothing is out of place. Everything is just magnifique. I'm going to give it to Crisis Core for me. Um, so obviously I played it on the plane and that helped on the way there. No, I didn't play it for the whole eight hours, I know. But I've put more time into it now, Chris, so you can suck my gigantic black okay, wait, I just got a question. Um, what? Can you say you got lost with the sense of time when you put it down and didn't pick it back up? Well, I'm going to give you my reason now. So I didn't, again, so it was the on the way there to America when I was going to Texas. I mean, I picked it up. And I looked up and we were three hours to go. And I was like, oh, yeah. damn. That's that's pretty cool. And that was it was one of those moments, obviously, I'm playing on the Steam Deck. So I was like, wow, this, this technology we've got to now is uh, pretty cool. Like, wow, playing these type of games on a plane is crazy. But, yeah, I think that's the only game I can think of this year that has really done that to me. Obviously, it's been a weird year for me. And we'll get into that throughout the entirety of this episode, I'm sure. But that would be the game that I picked up. I picked up going, I don't know if I'm going to like this. I don't know if I'm going to enjoy this. I don't know if this is a me game. And as soon as I got to um, the first like part of the game where you can do these missions, I was just sitting there doing them the whole time. Like the whole time, just like boom, 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 boom. Getting stuck. All right, onto the next one. Boom, 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 boom. Stuck getting... And I don't think there's many games that have me do that late anymore, so... Yeah, I will say also like there in the original there was a bunch of parts where um they had like text dialogues and it wasn't audio and with mm. this they I'm pretty sure they transitioned all of those into full audio as well. Yep. So I'm sure that also helped you get into it as well cuz I could see the case where it's like a bunch of reading and you're like I'm out now I can't Absolutely. This is too much for me. There's none of that. There's none of that in this game which I love. Absolutely love. But we'll start with our number 10 game boys. I'll kick us off. Uh my number 10 is Gotham Knights. Now, a game, a game that... Why is everyone laughing it's so much? It's a game, much? that's it. That's all I'm just saying, it's a game. A game that not many people it is a loved. Game. Not many people it is loved. A game. Um, mm -hmm. But I enjoyed my time with it. I again, is it is it even close to Batman Origins? No. Not even, not even, not even ten percent of what Batman Origins. I like is. that you were comparing it to the worst Batman game um, before it even gets to compare <laughs> Sure, sure. Um, but nonetheless, it was a game that I had fun with. I'm annoyed that I didn't finish it and I haven't finished it. Um, but I played more than enough for it to be on this list here. Um, it again, I enjoyed my time playing it with Matt. Matt didn't enjoy his time playing it with me as much because he just couldn't get over how much he hated the game. I was gonna say, not your fault. No, <laughs> no. But yeah, uh, I, me personally, I liked it enough for it to make my top ten. Um, that does that. There's some big misses that I missed this year, though. When it comes to games I should have played that would be above this, hundred percent. If I had played them in time, they would have been on this list. But I just didn't have time. So number ten for me is Gotham Knights. I'm I'm quite excited because I think we're gonna have very different lists this year. Yeah, I, um, all, all three of us. Yeah, I would have thought so. We'll I see. think we all played very different games this year. Yeah. If you Yeah, I don't there wasn't there wasn't a whole lot of like must play games this year. Like there were a lot of really good games that people should play, but I don't think there was like demanding games that would end up being simultaneously in multiple people's game of the year lists this year, I think. Agreed. Apart from one. I think there's one yeah. one that's very obvious. Uh Matt, we'll go to you. What was your tenth game? This year. Yeah, so 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 the way we talk about this is these are like very personal lists, right? And mm -hmm. so like for me, number ten, I put in Escape Academy, which is a co-op 
split screen escape room game that came to Game Pass early in the year. Uh, me and my fiance Emma played that and absolutely loved it. We love escape rooms and stuff like that. Um, and she's a bit of a gamer anyway. And so like, it, yeah, it was just brilliant. Like the story, meh. The way they deliver the narrative, meh. But just really well thought out, cool puzzles that you can do with a partner. And it's great fun. Fair enough. Crash, number 10. Uh, Cult of the Lamb. Number 10. number 10 was actually a really hard one for me because I had a lot of games that like perfectly fit that number 10 spot where it's like mm. I really liked it but there was stuff that kept it from being higher on the list um but it was really fun I liked the roguelike element I liked the settlement settlement building element and recruiting uh these people to your cult and stuff like that it all worked out really well I just feel like some of the mechanics worked really well early on more so in terms of the combat and then later and deeper you get into the game they sort of start hitting less and less which is the unfortunate part but still nonetheless regardless of that it is a very very fun game just for so everyone knows the game has to have come out on xbox um this year remakes are fine stuff like that i'm not this is not me prefacing anything i'm about to say don't worry okay but i just <laughs> let the audience know um, that xbox are only games we're not going to be talking about god of war this week maybe we'll do that on a yeah. separate episode or whatever uh but yeah. no god of war no horizon no mario sparks like yeah so none of those games will be on these lists <clears throat> number nine for me i've put towers from the borderlands good game okay. Good game. I enjoyed it. It never hit those marks that the first game hit for me in terms of its humor to that level. And I thought it was a bold move to um, go the way they did with the characters in terms of not using the old cast. Um, but still a good game. I'm glad the game exists. I think I like these games. I like it when games in a world that is known for something does something different and does something else. Like I'd love, I've always said about Gears of War. I'd love Gears of War to be a third-person action game um, instead of being a cover-based shooter or going from a first-person Gears of War game. Not that it would in the same world is what I'm trying to say here, I guess, you know? Yeah. And that's what New Towers from the Borderlands is. It gives you more Borderlands. It gives you more of that world. It gives you more of that humor. Um, and it does some unique things in expanding upon um these walk-in simulator point-and-click games you know we've got skins you've the money system in there as well again it's fun there's a cast of characters there that are good to know and fun to get to know um but yeah i enjoyed my time with it and uh, i'm happy i played it so number nine is towels from the borderlands matt my number nine my laptop just went to sleep and nice. can i remember i can remember it on my own that's how clever I am. Uh, my number nine is Disney Dreamlight Valley. Oh. A game that um, kind of came out of nowhere for me. Like, I know a lot of people hype for it. I did not expect to love it as much as I did. I had to play it for work, do some guides, um, and just fell in love with that game. Like, Animal Crossing, when that hit Switch, didn't capture me the way it captured the zeitgeist. Like, I was playing it and, and sort of following on. Yeah, exactly. Um, but for some reason, this one hit me so so hard i haven't gone back to try out all the new stuff they've added and i and i want to and i i definitely hope i will um but uh but yeah i i loved this when it came out and uh couldn't stop talking about it um so yeah number nine okay if Haley was here giving a top 10 list it would be nothing but this Just, is the dream night valley yeah wait right there <laughs> Haley. what was your game of the year this year, last year. no yeah last year 
She says she guesses Disney Dreamland. There you go, people. From the people for the people. The Haley Show. <laughs> Disney Dreamland. Did she come on the podcast to review it like we asked? No, she refused. Uh, but we tried. But we tried. Yeah. Crush, number nine. My number nine game. Warhammer 40k Dark Tide. Okay. Which was very surprising. Because the first time I played I played this... The first time I played it, I did not like it, but I played it as a, by myself with randoms or with bots, and it was not a super enjoyable experience. Then I got to play it with some friends, and the experience was a lot better, which makes sense. It's a co-op game, and Fix is making a face, except that Fix never wants to play games with me. So You never asked me to play games. You never once asked me to play games, and I said no, ever, ever, never. You want to know why? I'm going to tell you why I never asked you to play games, because if I ever look at Discord, you know what it says? <laughs> MC Fixer is busy. <laughs> All right. Fair, half the time, fair. if you ever look at what game Fix is playing, he's on um, the five whatever, which means he's on roleplay right now. I am putting myself online right now. There you go. Okay. Online. No longer ask, him, ask him to play that. now. He'll say no. What was that, Matt? I said, ask him to play now. He'll say no. He has right, to. He's Fix on the podcast. Play some games right now. I am totally down to postpone this podcast for <laughs> a week. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I didn't expect Warhammer to be on your list. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I didn't either, but I I really, really enjoyed my time with the game. Um I think they have a really interesting mix between a looter aspect, which it's not really a looter game, uh, and then the wave type of horde game. Um, but they do really interesting where you pick the missions you go on and they get replaced every 15 or so minutes, and each mission will have here's the main goal but you can also have secondary secondary goals and you'll have mini bosses that'll pop out through the mission it's really fun i think the different classes are unique enough that when you're playing with people it's sort of like okay this is your job i'm gonna do this and it all fits and works really really well together yeah okay interesting very 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 interesting it's it's a game that i'm looking forward to getting to but didn't get to last year maybe i should have maybe i should have tried to make more effort there's a running thread here boys Number eight, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Um, again, didn't it didn't hit it didn't hit as hard as I wanted it to, but I enjoyed my time playing with Haley. It's one of the few games we played together this year, um, which was a fun experience. I liked what they tried to do with the mini map and the way they tried to D and Dify, you know, what it is and what it is like to play D and D. I like what they did with the hub welds as well and making that like its own its own thing. It felt cool to go there and, and, and be in those spaces. Again, I we'll talk about at the end of the show, I'm sure, or maybe even next week. I still don't think this year was a crazy great year for games. The games that were like, oh my God, must play experiences that like blew me away. But there were enough good to great experiences that I could say it was a solid year. And this this definitely falls into the good category for me where I was like, I had a good time with that. When, as much as I played, I had a very good time with it. So uh, yeah, that's why it makes my list at number eight. Matt? My number eight is a game that we've already talked about, Cult of the Lamb. I I agree with everything Crash said, um, and yeah, I just but I just thoroughly enjoyed it all the way up until the end. Uh, I loved heading back to my village and uh, like building a toilet was like a massive point of achievement in that game for me. So when people started <laughs> shitting everywhere and I didn't have to worry about that anymore, um, <laughs> and I just love little things like that. It was like yeah, cute and fun and and but also challenging. Um, 
in like a similar uh, sort of way to like a Hades, but like sort of probably more forgiving than a Hades. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, just more accessible, I guess, in that, in that form and just more chill, more, a more chill version of Hades with a bit of uh, sort of base management. Loved it. Really enjoyed every aspect of it. So we've got another question that's come in. Well, it's not a question, more category, but is uh, <clears throat> Open Mouth Pikachu. This game surprised you. I'm going to go with Power Wash Simulator. Nah, not a game. <laughs> That's a great not, a show. game not a game I put a lot of time into. I only beat like the first probably three or four levels. Um, but a game that I could 100% if I had the, if I just had time to just game, be a gamer and play games back in the 360 days, I would have thousand G'd this game. Like, this is one of those type of games that like podcast on but I still want a game at the same time and it's fun to play. Power Wash Simulator 100% is that game for me where every time I played it, I was having a really good time and I was surprised and just how good it was and how in depth it was. I'm talking water temperatures. <laughs> oh, That's no. Well. That's well. I'm talking <laughs> water temperatures. Fell. I'm talking different nozzles. I'm talking just the sheer depth in which they want you to clean every inch of... Um, the garden or whatever area you're in um it surprised me it opened my pikachu surprised me it really did interesting me um the open mouth pikachu game for me this year is road 96 okay i was not expecting to like this game especially when fixes like it's like a walking sim, but you know, it's good. It's all this stuff. Cause I'm not yeah. super into those type of games. So I was expecting like to try this and come on the podcast and just bash fix for liking this game. That's a hundred percent what I, what I wanted. <laughs> it's what I hoped for. And then I played it. I'm like, Oh no, I actually like really like this game. It's a really, uh, everything they did works and the replay value and the way they worked that into a game in a very creative way, I think was just super, super solid. It, I love that game so much. That game holds such a special place. In my heart, for some for some reason, it's such a good story, and the way they they change walking sims like the, that's how I would like a walking sim to go more episodically, but the story carries on, it feels familiar, but it's not. It's yeah, yeah. it's it's really 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 good. Matt, open my Pikachu. Open my Pikachu. Well, um, Crash, have you given your number eight pick yet? I have not. Okay. Well, my my open my Pikachu is my number seven pick. I would say, so I can talk about it then. Well, if you want. I don't think any of us gave our number eight yet. Have we not? Mine's called nope. the Lamb. No, yours should be. Oh, I no, yeah, he's right. He's eight. right. He's right. He's right. He's no, he's right. I've done three. Oh, we did number eight. Yeah. No, I thought we, we just did... did number nine. No, we no, did no, no. eight. We, mine's we, we so we've done three eight. games. Yeah. We missed Crush's eight. Oh, we missed Crush's eight. We'll, 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 we'll get to Crush's eight. eight. Yeah. Just tell me your game. It don't matter. Just tell me Tell me your my Pikachu. My open my Pikachu is Signalis. Signalis? Is that even how you say it? I don't even know. I think so. But that game... Yeah? yeah, we're going to go with it. It's on Game Pass. You know what it is. It's the old school Resident Evil looking, but like space horror. It's like it Resident does, Evil meets Dead. I, I, I'm going to say this. It does not look like Resident Evil. Old school Resident Evil. Uh, like well, actually, horror. all right. All right. Maybe. Not. Does, like, oh, Gameplay wise, I can understand. Like people say it's like Resident it's, Evil and stuff like it's that. It's very inspired. Yeah. It's that vibe. And it's, when I heard that, I was like, school. oh, it's like Resident Evil. I went and looked at the game for the first time and I was like, that looks nothing like Resident Evil, any iteration I've ever seen or played. This is nothing that's fine, like that's Resident fine. Evil. Nothing like Okay. It. My point is, Fix, you would fucking love this game. I promise you, you would love this game. 
I don't think for And it surprised me. I didn't expect to like it. I heard a couple of rumblings that people had started playing it. It was really, really good. Um, so I thought I'd jump in through xCloud on my phone, playing with the Razor Kishi, and had an absolute blast. I haven't finished it. It's coming. I will get there. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's well worth checking out, especially for you folks. But I'd say you both probably really like it. Old game's old. We're in the new I year now. I will not like that game. Old game's I can old. tell you that for sure. <laughs> it, might old game. It, it might open mouth Pikachu surprise you. Yeah. It might you know what? Maybe. Maybe. All right. Um, Crash. Number, number eight game. <laughs> number eight game. Need for Speed Unbound. Wow. Which, Lower than uh, I thought. Matt Lower said than I thought. What a, was a horrible game. No, Honestly, no, no, no. Like, <laughs> Matt said it was a horrible game. Looking at my game. list, there was a lot of games I actually like really enjoyed this year. Um, some of the stuff uh, released on Xbox only this year, and so they've been out for longer than this year. Yeah, um, it would have been higher if we weren't including those games into this list. But yeah, I really enjoyed this game. I think the story's a solid enough premise for the game itself. Um, I think the gameplay is really cool. I like the day and night cycle. How in the day your heat the heat you get in the day and the cops chasing you that'll transition into your night um and if you get caught you lose all the money you made for that whole day um so i really really enjoyed those uh that dynamic of it uh, i also like the visual effects of um when you're drifting and stuff like that i think all of that looks really cool and it separates it for racing games and then i'm also really not into racing games so for a racing game to like hit with me i think also just signifies how how much I enjoyed that game. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's switch it up. Let's go the other way, shall we? Matt, number seven. My number seven, surprise, surprise, is Signalis. It's wow. fucking great. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> um, Crash, number seven. My number seven is Rogue 96. Uh... Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. I'm glad that it made your top 10 as well. Because yeah. even when you just mentioned it for the for the game that surprised you, I didn't necessarily think it might make your top 10. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I forgot that came that's out great. on Xbox this year, to be honest with you. Well, that's it. You played it earlier than all of us. And I remember yeah. when you played it at the time, saying it was fantastic. Oh, that game would have um, been way higher last year. If it was like an Xbox game, it would have been so much higher on my list last year. Yeah. Like it could have made, probably broke the top three that I was uh, enjoying. So that would have been, that would have been cool. Um. Oh, so number seven for me, Rainbow Six Extraction. Now, obviously, full transparency. Work for Ubisoft. Blah 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 blah. Boring, 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 boring stuff. But Rainbow Six Extraction, a game that actually me and the boys all played together. Um, yep. As a big Rainbow fan, I wasn't sure about it, and we got to play it, and. I, I yeah, I generally think it was a good expansion to the Rainbow Six world and what it could be. I do think there was a lot of room for improvement, and I did think it was kind of on the short end considering what it was. But the game was made for replayability; it was made for leveling. I've liked yeah. the events they've put in so far. Um, I don't think we'll see more. I'll be honest with you; I think that was one of those games where they tried something. It didn't really pay off. They probably made their money back because it did end up launching in Game Pass, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah. But I had a good time with it being a Rainbow fan. And anything that lets me play in that Rainbow world that isn't competitive, um, just because I've been out of it for so long, speaking of, I'm playing that game on Tuesday. So, 
<laughs> it's gonna be fun. Oh, you don't look super it's excited. Gonna be fun. No, I I love playing Rainbow. You know, I love playing the game. Yeah. But it's one of those games that is very much a muscle memory game. So yeah, if you don't play for a really long time, then you come back and play. You can be made to look very stupid in the game, where extraction is the opposite of that. And I was going right. to say, and like a map knowledge game, right? Like, yeah. it is definitely one of those games, like, consistency pays off. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. But yeah, that's my number seven. Uh, Crash? Yeah. Um, number six, we're going to number six. No. So, oh, no, there must I be map, right? Seven. No, we all because you flipped the order. We've all done seven. We've all done <laughs> you seven. Flipped the order. We're on six. It wouldn't be a it wouldn't be an end of the game of the year session without this. To be honest with <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, true, absolutely, true, true. I do try and do this on a on a very frequent basis. Well, if you're saying that's six, then you might as well bring in another category here, which we have. <clears throat> they had us in the first half. I'm not gonna lie. The game had a strong start, but disappointment followed. Ooh. I didn't have a very strong candidate for this category. And so what I picked still by the end of it is a good game, but I do think it has a fall off, fall off to a degree. And it's a game I already talked about, and that's Cult of the Lamb. I do mm. think the later on you get in the game, the worse that game gets, not by a significant margin, but it's enough that for some people I can see that knocking it quite a bit down. Because um, I think the first half when you first get into that game is so good and so enjoyable. And then the deeper you get in, the more it's really combat side where I feel like the game starts lacking a little bit for me. Interesting. See, I've got kind of a cop-out answer, to be honest with you. Because it's, it. it's more the gameplay is absolutely amazing, but what surrounds the gameplay is just not it this year I think that's i think that's fair i think a game's more than just like it's not just the story right so for me it's uh, stick with me but it's nba 2k23 it might be my uh, favorite basketball game that i've ever played but it's also yeah. my least played basketball game that i've probably ever played as well because of the way mm. they package the game it just isn't fun like i'm just not interested in the hub world that they could the, the uh my the my career this year is just so Yep, go play online. Yep, go just go play online. We want more VC out of you. That's very much how it feels. Whether that is what it is or not, is is to be seen. Is yet to be seen. Is yet to be said. Like I'm sure the hardcores will be able to tell you. But as someone who usually NBA usually makes my list every year, every year because it's just yeah. that good a game. It's like a fool's game when it comes out. If you don't make the list, you're stupid. You don't quite understand how hard it is to make games and how interesting and fun these games are. NBA is very similar in terms of like the level improvement that keeps coming in these games in terms of on the court, amazing. But just the rate, the way it's, it's wrapped, gift wrapped in my career this year was so disappointing for me that I just, I was like, I'm good. I'm not interested in putting a hundred hours, 200 hours into this. And that is one of the few games that I used to play, obviously with um, role play. Cause it's one of those games that you can very much jump in and out of this year. I was just like, no, I'm not playing it. I I'm not interested. So that's, that's where I'm going to go with that one. Personally. I am going to throw two point campus into the ring for that. Um, a game that, yeah, I, th- I think got off to a strong start and I was like interested to play around with it and then kind of realized, oh, each of these schools has three classrooms and um, and it's and it feels quite repetitive and it's more about uh, decorating <laughs> this school and making sure that people are happy and fed than it is 
about building interesting wacky classrooms and, and cool shit like that and so um yeah i dropped off of that game obviously and 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 yeah it was a game that i was more excited for uh prior to release and was hoping that would hook me more than it did hmm. fair enough six Matt P. I don't know who you're pointing at. <laughs> yeah, I ain't got a clue. Uh, but I will go number six, Modern Warfare 2. And I put in brackets Ooh. campaign, because I don't know if we're splitting up campaign and multiplayer. We are. But, okay, then it's the Modern Warfare 2 campaign, <laughs> and the multiplayer is not on my list. Um, <laughs> uh, maybe it should be, I don't know. But, um, but yeah, like, well, like I, I talked about when it came out, um, I bloody love this game. It's it's a Michael Bay uh, blockbuster movie uh, in a game, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I know a lot of people prefer the Modern Warfare uh, 2019 game, uh, which admittedly is not a game that I played all the way through. And so maybe if I had, I'd be slightly more sour on Modern Warfare 2 as sort of the lesser of the two. Um, but I don't have that comparison to make, and therefore, and I, I just really loved it. So there it is. Just to add to that, I didn't get around to play in the Call of Duty Modern Warfare campaign. Oh, dude. To be honest with you, I completely forgot that I still needed to play that until this moment when Matt mentioned it. Yeah, I just, it just um, didn't get around to it. It's, a, it's which, so crazy to me considering how much I loved yeah. uh, 2019s. Well, for me, I think it was a lot of the people talking about and comparing it to 2019s where I'm like, if I play it, I don't think it'll end up on my game of the year list. And I think I'd end up being more disappointed by it than anything. That's one of the few um, games I do want to still go and play because I feel like they're going to keep building on this this Call of Duty. Yeah, um, sounds like it. Modern yeah. Warfare World. Um, so I will play it. That's one of the few games I will play. It's only like five hours long as well. The campaign, so um, could yeah. definitely be done. But um, yeah, it's one of the few games where I was like, I felt guilty. I actually felt guilty not beating the campaign, mm. but it was where it was. You know, it was where it was. I think. Um, that that sort of investment that you're talking about where they're, they're, they're going to make this a real franchise um, and continue this story is is abundantly obvious, uh, like sort of from the way they set this up. And so, um, so yeah, I think it's it's worth checking out if you haven't already. Crush? Uh, my number six is the Destiny 2 Witch Queen expansion, uh, which I thoroughly enjoyed this year. Um, a lot of the stuff they've done with Destiny from reworking subclasses and stuff like that have been really, really good. But the story of the expansion itself, I think, was probably narratively the best Destiny stuff that we've ever seen. Um, and so just seeing that and playing it has gotten me hype again for the future of Destiny, which I was very off the rocker for Destiny for. Uh, I don't think I used that term correctly, but I was very off of Destiny for uh, a very long time where I just didn't care about it. Uh, that ex This expansion has made me invested into that universe again hmm. destiny forgot about that game existed totally remember when they first announced it and they were like we have a 10-year plan for this game and everybody was like what that's crazy yeah. and now here we are technically they did it we got destiny 2 which is a different game true oh sure but i think they talked about it as a franchise didn't they when they first no, launched yeah, destiny first, one it was no like, it's supposed to be expansion. first game was meant to be oh was it yeah yeah, oh, well. yeah, yeah. Okay, like the way we enough. got world of they Warcraft. Were, that's kind of how yeah. it was meant to be right you also have to remember they were with activision for this game so a bunch of like stuff that they had planned and talked about like ended up changing just from the nature of sure. having uh activision publish a game so imagine 
they didn't leave Activision and then the Xbox still bought them back again. That would have been hilarious. Maybe they knew this was coming down the line. They were like, we got to get out. We don't want to be on the Xbox again. No way. We out. <laughs> I doubt it, but that would be hysterical if uh, Op-Ed comes out at some yeah. point on why, we knew. why they left Activision. <laughs> when the deal yeah. goes through, we knew. Um, my number six is Call of Duty Warzone 2.0. Um, though, a game I've not put the amount of hours I put into the original Warzone, um, I quite enjoy the changes in which they've made. It doesn't feel like a meta-heavy game like it was. Is there still meta? 100%. Every game has meta. Um, but this game very much feels like it isn't as meta-heavy. I enjoy what they've done with the um, with the Spec Op mode as well, like the uh, DMZ mode, sorry, I should say. Um, overall, it's a good experience. It's a fun cool multiplayer mode that isn't just normal multiplayer um that i really enjoy playing anytime someone says to me do you want to jump in and play a game i'm always down always down and i think that's a good testament to if a game is good to play you know if, if, if someone's willing if you're willing to keep a game installed nowadays i think it's testament to how good a game is um and call of duty uh, uh modern warfare no call of duty warzone 2 sorry uh is just that it's a very solid battle royale i still love battle royales i'm not burnt out on them um though i didn't put the hours i usually put into them this time but i'm really i really enjoyed it really enjoyed it i'm gonna go with my number five because we're in the top five everybody we're in the top five before i do that let's go (laughs) let's do emotional damage Mm. This game hit you in the feels. Crash, any game hit you in the feels this year? Yeah, uh, my number seven game, Road 96. It is a oh. very emotional game. It is not the story that I expected it to be, but that's part of the reason that I like the game as much as I do. Um, I, I Anything I could talk about, I wouldn't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't played that game. If you have not played Road 96, uh, play it. I think it's still on Game Pass. I'm not sure about that. If it's not, I do think it is probably worth uh, the price of the game. It is a very, very good game. Oh, it's definitely worth the price of the game. 1,000%. I'll back that up and say that's my pick as well, because, yeah, phenomenal. Uh, Yeah, mine would be uh, As Dust Falls. Um, Sure. There's a few moments in that game that resonated with me on a level that I wasn't expecting them to. Um, and yeah, I'll leave it at that for now. Again, because I'm going to talk about it probably later on. Um, Spoiler. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But um, yeah, that that's the game. That's probably the most emotional game I played this year, personally. Mm-hmm. Number five. Yeah. Elden Ring. That's some BS. <laughs> this is my personal Holy list. That is some BS. This is my it's personal not. list. Nah, this is the I did my homework last minute. I gotta fill up. <laughs> Where'd you think? Wait, 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 wait. Where'd you think it was gonna fall? Nowhere. Oh no, well, no, it's on the list. It's definitely on the list. Definitely on the game list. Did you play? Maybe five, six hours. It's not on the list. It is on the list from the, the pure perspective. <laughs> the poor perspective of. Poor, poor how, perspection, I agree. It's poor perception. Your <laughs> perception of how well made the game is. And you got to remember, I played more of this game than I did Demon's Souls, than yeah. I did you Dark Souls. Not more than Sekiro. Than I did, no. I'm, I ain't said Sekiro yet, bro. Let me it's, talk. It's not more than Sekiro. Jesus Christ. Like, but more than I have done any of these type of games. 
So for that alone, I have to give it credit is, where credit is due. Is Pentiment on this list of yours? No. Is Tunic? No. Okay. Carry on. You can finish your thing. <laughs> but I played more than both. I played more of this than both of those games. And I can see the gameplay loop being fun here. I just couldn't get on with getting my arse beat. If this game had an easy mode, I'd love this game. Simple as. Mm. So, you can sit there and judge me for putting a number five all you want, Crash. But what I'm saying I'm not is, judging you. From, a, from a pure gameplay point of view, I enjoy the gameplay. So, put it this way. If I could just stay in that little open area at the very start of the game, as you go up to the castle, and then you have that, that moment that you run through, I remember that. Why do I remember that? Because it actually felt good. I remember fighting against my first, the first monster I fought and being like, wow, this is actually pretty cool. I remember running along the beachfront and fighting against this gigantic, uh, I can't remember if it was a dragon or some sort of looking thing and being like, well, this is fucking scary. I remember these moments. So for these moments to stick with me must mean it's a good game because if it wasn't, I wouldn't care. I don't remember okay. Tunic. I didn't give a fuck about Tunic. Like, okay. not, no disrespect to Tunic, but like, in that way, like, I played two hours, three hours of Tunic, and was like, I'm playing, I got to a point in that game where I was playing it because I felt I should play it, not because I wanted to play it. At no moment did I play Elden Ring going, oh yeah, no, I'm playing this because, because I should play it. I'm playing it, I was playing it because I wanted to like the game and I wanted it to be good and I wanted it to, I wanted it to click. I wanted it to be the game that just clicked for me in this, in this world and this universe. I wanted to be in with the party of you lot talking about it and at the end of the day, I couldn't. It was too hard. Mm. Yeah, and, but, and it is a shame because I, I agree with you in the sense that like you saying if it had an easy mode, you'd play it. I, I For me, I think, and I know this, this, uh, accessibility in Souls games conversation is uh, tiresome. But if it had a damage scaler and a health scaler that was set at 100%, but you could bump your health to 150% if you wanted your damage to 150% yeah. to make this section easier for you, I, I don't see how that would negatively impact the game for anybody else. But it would allow you to get through that boss and therefore into the next open world area and therefore into the bit of the game that you enjoy. And, and um, yeah, I think it's a real shame that you haven't put more time into it because it's obviously a very very special game 100 um, percent, and that's why yeah. it has you i couldn't make a top 10 list this year and not have it on my list yeah it would be disingenuous of me to do that because ultimately if the experience sits with me then why would it not be on there sure crash i'm i'm glad i wish i could go back in time and play this clip of you talking to this game to fix like just a year ago no yeah but where he, where he says same, i played this game for six hours but in the same breath if you would have played number. this if you would play this podcast right here to fix her of he would be like bro but you didn't be this you didn't be this you didn't be this you didn't be this life has changed i've got older my my career has changed in such a different way i am playing older games bro i played i beat far cry 5 and 6 this year and all that dlc like do you know what i mean like it's 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 a so different you're saying fix can no longer say old game is old no i can definitely still say old games old <laughs> but i'm just messing i'm with gonna you. go back and play these old games now because i'm missing out on great experiences so i'm lucky like the beginning of this year is pretty empty like for me, for stuff that I care about, I think that I was already doing the research and being like, okay, what's the first big game? Because I don't want to, I don't want to have another year like this where I've fallen behind yeah. 
immensely. And it all starts in January. <laughs> it starts now, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. for me, it's like Dead Space. Dead Space is the first big, big AAA uh, game that's coming out in that in that that window. So like, as soon as that comes out, I need to play it, I need to beat it, I need to move on to the next one. And then after that, we've got Harry Potter coming. And like, there's a lot. There's a lot coming. Yeah. But yeah, man, I think Elden Ring for me, maybe it's a little high on this list, but then I look at these other games and there's no way any of these other games are better than Elden Ring. Call of Duty, Warzone 2 is not better. Roma 6 Extraction I... is not better. Tiny Tina, not better. Two Tales from the Borderlands, not better. Gotham Knights, certainly not better. Like, Thank you. I... <laughs> I I have no issue with that statement. I I realistically have no issue with it being number five in your game, but like that reason on your list. But that reasoning to me is like Tunic's better than Gotham Knights for sure. Even the two to three hours you put not to me. Game. Okay, not to me it isn't. Do you? Okay. Is there this any is just way? Gonna keep going in a circle. This is I know. Keep going I know. In a Go on. Is there any way? Is there any way you find a co-op partner who's more committed than I am to get you through this thing? To like, it no longer matters. Uh... Old games old. If you it... like this game as much as you said you did, <laughs> would it matter? <laughs> no, 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 no. Look, I like I, I. If in an ideal world, yes. But then I look at my life now. It's like I look at my life so differently than how I used to, which is like. If it was like, okay, fix, we've got you the the Elden Ring Grandmaster, yeah? He's going to sit down with you every night this week. He's going to get you through the entire game. No, thank you. I'd rather spend time with my partner. That doesn't mean the game isn't good. That doesn't mean the game isn't great. That doesn't mean the game isn't amazing. It just means I should now choose to spend my time differently. Yeah. Where but beforehand, beforehand, bro, we were, we were like game devs in the way we used to crunch for Game of the Year lists. It was like, stay awake for like stupid amount of hours, at least back back in the day. I've been doing this podcast a long time now. Like, <laughs> back in the day, like, that's what it used to be. It was like, all right, I need to stay awake for a stupid amount of hours. Here's my list. I need to beat every single game. Buh, 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 Let me play more of Elden Ring because I could have easily put another 10 hours into Elden Ring. It wouldn't have changed where this game sat on this list. Whether I beat one more boss or two more bosses or three more bosses, it still would have sat here because... Ultimately, it was still felt like I was getting to a point where I was getting frustrated and annoyed, and that sure. is where the uh, where some people love that, and that's the fun in figuring it out. To me, it was a case of I feel like I'm wasting my time, which yeah, I wasn't, and it was the game teaching me, but I just didn't have the time for the game to teach me. Yeah, but go on, Crash. Um, go on. I'm not going to keep this argument going because we're no, just going to keep going please, in a circle. Please, we got time. Please. But if you dislike that aspect of the game, mm -hmm. and that is a vital part of, of that the game, game, wouldn't you say that you dislike the game? No. Because <laughs> you dislike one of the main components of the game? Yeah. No, I dislike... No, but I dislike it not because I dislike it in terms of... In an ideal world, I wouldn't dislike it. I like what the game is doing in terms of it teaching. If you had no responsibility... 100%. You would have put all the time in the world into it. You would have got really good at Elden Ring. You would have beat. And I would have beat the game one hundred percent. You don't think so? I know so. You would not have. There is a hundred percent no chance you would have. Why? You would have gotten to the same part and you would have stopped playing it. No, it's no, not I... a you game because you don't enjoy it. I disagree. So, what's the difference between this and the so Demon Souls? I not enjoy Demon Souls. 
How much time did you put into Demon Souls? About about the same amount of time, about five six hours. Uh, we're just gonna keep going into a circle at so this no, point. But you're saying you you say I didn't. You I could have enjoyed enjoy that it. six hours until you hit the wall and I, been like, I don't like the wall. I got of this killed game by a boulder in that and game and quit it. that game. Just so you know. Oh well, there were boulders that were killing nah. Elden Ring. So, did it take you six hours to get to the boulder and die? <laughs> Boulder's pretty early. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> no, uh, are you guys on number five? Or have we done it? Uh, yeah, I haven't done my number five. Yeah, okay, yeah. Chris, number five. Uh, number five, multiverses. Um, Good game. Matt, you forgot multiverses, huh? I forgot it off my list. Oh, no. That's rough. Oh, that is rough. No, well, you cannot it, change it and you are not I replacing. Know. I know. Well, it, it deserves rough. to be in there. That's unfortunate. Um, Multiverse is fantastic, fantastic brawler game. Uh, what they did with the IPs and the characters to put them into the game and make them all into one cohesive game was really, really dope. Uh, this game, honestly, would have ended up higher on my list if the online hasn't gotten worse as time's gone on in that game, where it feels more laggy and uh, stuff doesn't register as often as it did when the game first launched. Uh, otherwise, this game easily probably would have been number two on my list. It is a very, very well-made game. The animation for certain characters, particularly like Tom and Jerry, is so, so good. Um, the fact that they got voice actors. I'm looking at the Nickelodeon game that had no voice actors. It is very true to all the IPs they borrowed from and put into one cohesive universe. Honestly, yeah, I totally agree. If, if, if you like the game so much, you just play it offline and just play against bots. Okay, now I want you to correlate this with the argument we were having before. No, explain that. Talking, explain I'm how that statement shit. makes sense. I'm just no, just explain. no, 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 no. It no, makes no, no sense. I'm just talking shit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. Matt, number five. Uh, my number five is high on life. That's high on the list. Oh, all right, all right, all right. I really enjoyed high on life. I mean, we talked about it a long way in the lead up to it. Um, we are always dying for more more comedy games. Um, and this is, you know, uh, uh, very squanch games. This is very Rick and Morty. Um, and I love that sort of shit. And so, yeah. And, and then, you know, everything else around it, these sort of first-person shooter elements are good, you know, more, more than passable. Um, and the more you upgrade and stuff like that, the more options you get, more guns you get. Um, and those guns having a personality, I think, really works really well as well. Like, and, and that kind of being the conversation thing. It's a little weird that your character doesn't have a voice, but talks to people through his guns, even his own sister. It's strange, but whatever. It's cool. It's funny. It's great. I will say, I jumped back into this game yesterday to give it another shot to see if it ends up on my list. And I enjoyed it significantly more um, for two reasons. One, uh, I wasn't sick. You know, that definitely helps a good amount. And two, I was playing it on controller. I think this game plays significantly better on controller over mouse and keyboard. I 100% disagree with that. I played it on, I started <laughs> it on controller and was like, this is awful. I need to go back to my computer. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, no, I found like all the movement and stuff like that in this game to play better on controller for me. Um, interesting. Which was very weird because I think for almost every single other fps i prefer on mouse and keyboard because they generally play better but i think the sliding and all those mechanics for me for whatever reason just function better um on a controller and once i started like efficiently using the sliding and the di the dashing and stuff like that that game did become a lot more appealing i think what i realized with this game is that 
I I love Rick and Morty humor. I love it in the TV show. I just don't think that for me it translates as well into a video game where I'm sitting at it for multiple hours. I find it difficult to sit down with that game for more than an hour, honestly. But I think that's a very me thing. So I do understand why people love the game as much as they do because it is very much Rick and Morty through and through. I do think there's this interesting thing when you try and do humor in a game like that um, where like, you know, if you're watching an episode of Rick and Morty, you're stuck there, you're watching the thing. Whereas in this, you can walk away in the middle of a joke and, yeah. and like characters might have a go at you. They'd be like, oh yeah, it's fine. I was just talking to you, whatever. As they like fade into the background. Um, but because like Rick and Morty, like a lot of the humor is based on characters saying absurd shit and like yeah. stumbling over their words and like fucking around. And so like sometimes you just find yourself like, I know I'm going to enjoy the payoff of this joke if I just stand here and wait for it. But I am just going to stand here and wait for it. Like, and that feels I, weird in the game. I think that's my issue with a lot of the humor is that when I play a game, I don't think I could do that. I don't know yeah, what it is in me, but I'm like, I, I constantly have to move forward. That sitting there and waiting for that joke to pay off in a game just doesn't feel rewarding for me. And even when I get to the punchline, I'm like, if I saw that in an episode of Rick and Morty, I'd be laughing at it. But the fact that I played through the, I was playing a game and I had to stop doing everything for the joke just didn't make it hit for me. I won't say where it is on my list, but it is it's on my list. It's in my top four. Um, and that's why it's in my top four because of everything mm. you just said you didn't like is the reason I do like it because right. it's one of the very few games that makes me go slow down. Yeah. yeah just yeah. wait a sec. Just wait. A, just, just stand here and listen. It reminds me of nowhere near in the same class as the game I'm about to mention, but it reminds me of GTA or, or a rockstar game in general, yeah. which mm. is, if you want to see what this character is going to say, you're going to stand there for five minutes until it says it. Like, we're a living, breathing world. And yeah. we are having a conversation with you in your role yeah. playing this character. You are this character. So I there, there's a moment very early in the game where there's a character laying down face, face down and he's just screaming. And I'm just standing there like, I wonder how long he's going to scream for. And I just stood there and waited and waited and waited. And he just kept going. And going, and in my head, there's in my head there's the the critic in me that goes, they thought of this. The fact that they actually <laughs> yeah. thought of a character standing there. There's another character. They're at a desk, and they're like, I ain't leaving this chair. Like whatever happens, yeah. I ain't leaving this damn chair. And so I stood there and I waited and I waited. I can't name you another game that I would do that in because not only is it funny, but it respects my time because it gives me a payoff for standing mm. there. Do you know what mm. I mean? And I think that's what has resonated with me so much in high life. It's, it's shooting mechanics are fine. They're, ve they're yeah. very much fine. Um, the gun, very humorous. The world, the world is what's kept me in there. It's I, go on. You made a comparison to GTA. And I think I would agree with that. The difference is GTA gives you an NPC you play as to role play through and the fact i think when you said that what like made it click for me is that this game you aren't really playing anybody no it is a silent protagonist and i think that's what pulls me out of that sort of experience because i think if it was your character interacting with it because there was another game and i don't want to mention it because it would be spoiler for what i'm what i would mention it but there was another game where your character actively reacts to that yeah a uh, sort of similar gag not the same thing but something similar where in this one it is sort of just the gun and i don't view myself as the gun so it doesn't register in the same sort of way i think it's 
their first game type situation yeah. where it's like if they're gonna do more of this it's something they've got to learn is like make the oh, character interact not their with the first game well sorry but the first think... game's their v the vr game right yeah but but they do similar stuff in their vr games like trover saves the universe you're not playing as trover you're controlling trover he's essentially the gun in high and life and he's the one who's talking to everybody in the game and it's a very similar concept really um he's the one who interacts with the world for you um and so, like, it, it's, uh, you know, if there was a lesson to be learned there for them, you would have thought they'd learn it. I don't know. Uh, I, you know, I wonder, it's a choice. I wonder. There might be slight difference because it's a VR game. So your perception of, like, being in that world is already deeper because you're already in VR in when you yeah. play it. Yeah, where you might not necessarily need that. And then I also wonder how many eyes they actually had on that game. I know that was a big game, but it was a big yeah. game in VR. Yeah, yeah, um, no, of course. But I, but I will, I, think... I will. Go oh, ahead. No, no, you go. I was gonna, I was gonna say, I, I do think that High on Life is like a first, a great first attempt at this sort of game because you can also see it in sort of some of the boss fights where it's like they have a lot of really cool mechanics, but they don't seem fully fleshed out. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, oh, if they just like changed this up a little bit or made it a little bit more interactive and stuff like that, this would have been fantastic. Like the systems they have in place are really cool as standalone stuff. But once they sort of flush that out with their next game or the next game after that, I think you're going to see a really, really prominent studio come out of them. Not only, um, not only that, I love the format of the game. Of the... Go to this world, take out this boss. Go to this world, yeah. take out this boss. It reminds me of a PS2 game in terms of its formula, but it's something I didn't realize that I missed. Um, yeah. In terms of like... I know I can sit down and play for an hour and I'm going to complete a portion of this game. Yeah, and, and it that, feels like and a complete an amazing feeling. It feels like a complete episode, right? Yes. Yeah. There's yeah, not yeah. many games. I think the last game that I can think of that did something like this would probably be Ratchet and Clank to a degree, where you mm -hmm. go to the worlds and you play through the worlds. Yeah. Um, and that is Ratchet and Clank still follows a very old school format that we don't really see nowadays of being linear but being open still because there's a lot yeah. of worlds you can go to in High on Life. Um, but they don't throw you into the whole gist of it. It's like, okay, you can go and explore this one map. When you're done with it, cool, you're done with it. Then you can sit back, and you'll always have something new to do um, yeah. in a really uh, genuine way where it's not sort of forcing anything on you. But but also as well, the, um, the like, okay, so you're done with that world. Oh, but now you've got a new ability, and you can go back to that world, and there are going to be ongoing jokes from when you were first there or decisions you made from when you were first there that is that have now impacted this place or and um that kind of level of of uh yeah the, the game design i guess and and the meta jokes that go along with that as well um i think are brilliant and so uh yeah deserved place in the top five for me 100 percent um my next one at number four this is a game i mentioned a dustfall uh fool sorry uh again probably the my my most emotional game i love these type of games i love a i love a good walking sim this is not a walking sim this is very yeah. much a interactive story um which is to be honest with you the the biggest plus and minus to the game um mm. i once i got over the art style it was fine the only problem with this game was the fact that you don't do much apart from selections of like what's going on i would love for them to give another have another go at this with a little bit more game inside this game um that isn't just an interactive story um i don't know how they'll be able to do that but it's also the thing i always complain about uh, telltale games i always like give me more 
And they did. Towards the end, they started to give more. And then, obviously, that studio died. Um, and then the same thing for The Quarry. And, and all these games where I'm like, they are starting to get there. They're starting to understand that they can give the player a little bit more to do in these worlds. But, yeah, I really enjoyed it. The story is what keeps it alive and it's what keeps it going. And that's why it's number four on my list. I will say in defense of As Dust Falls a little bit, like it is, I don't know how the game was marketed or anything like that, but it is like through and through a visual novel. Oh, it's marketed and like I this think, as well. It was marketed like that, yeah. Got it. So I think expecting more from a visual novel is kind of unfair Agreed. as well. I, I get I get the complaint, but I don't think, I don't think the shoe fits necessarily. Um, it's, like I say, it's more, it's more, it's not really a, it's not really a complaint. It's more just the if I could if they could have given me more, I would have been surprised by it. Which they kind of did with the Twitch mode. I really enjoyed what they did with the play sure. alongside your Twitch channel and the way they 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 built that into the game. Very smart. All of these type of games should have it, especially if it is interactive based, where which this game is of like which is pretty simple. Most votes goes to that decision. It's a yeah. fun way to play a game with a with an audience if you're a streamer. Um, and it's not weird or corny, and they've got the override system that then does, if someone wants you to try and kill somebody, they say, you can override him, but no, 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 that's not what I want to do, so move yourself. Um, but yeah, it's a really good game, and again, I love stories. That's why I play video games. I, I play games because I like the way they're told, and I like stories, and that's why it's number four on my list. Matt? Number four? Crash, you done your number five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. My number four, we've already talked about it. It's been brought up several times already. It's Road 96. Ah. Um, I think this probably would have been lower on my list, like more towards uh, six or seven or eight, if I had played it on my own. Um, but playing it with Emma, I think, added a different element for this yeah. to me. Um, like making decisions like that is similar to what you were just saying about Dust Falls with your Twitch chat. Um, it just adds that extra element. And like she was like full-on terrified of like the taxi driver um and and like and that element of just having fun with that being like oh i think the next next it's gonna be the taxi driver he's gonna show up and fucking around like that it was like really good fun so um yeah we've already talked about it a lot so i won't go on for long but it is a truly phenomenal uh piece of art and video game okay Chris, have you done my yours? number no. no i'm about to do it right now my number four is death loop such you forgot Deathloop as well, Matt. Oh no, I would. It okay. wouldn't have made it. I did forget okay. about it, but it wouldn't have made it for me. But okay, yeah. okay. Um, this game, I can see why last year it was winning Game of the Years left and right. Uh, it is a really unique way of doing the, I guess, the roguelike aspect of you go into a world and you finish a piece of it and then you die and you have to kind of start from the beginning. Uh, it is probably the most unique attempt at that sort of. Uh, mechanic i think uh and to have it in a fully 3d world is really cool i think the gun plays fun and enjoyable i think the story is super enjoyable i think the way you figure out the big puzzle of like how you're going to kill all seven of the people i think it's seven people um and sort of planning it all out i think it's such a such an enjoyable and dope experience uh that i think is for sure worth playing um in general i think some everybody should give it a try if you have game pass hmm I think I think it's the game that I probably most need to give a second shot to, um, because it feels like it should be a me game, um, but I just so much first time playing it could not get on with it. So much, reason. yeah, that was part of it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So much reason. That's the biggest problem with it. 
Um, let's do an award or let's do a category, I guess, which uh, you're Ooh. breathtaking. This game had beauty to a level that is inspired by Keanu. Keanu, 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 words. Um, <laughs> yeah, echo, 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 echo. <laughs> got you, um, got you. I guess most beautiful game, I guess, uh, of the year. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, are we talking beauty like graphics? Or are we talking beauty like design? It's interesting beauty because in the eye of the beholder, I would say. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I agree. I, I can go if you want. Please. I'd give it to Modern Warfare 2. That game fucking blew me away. That game blew the internet away. That like that uh you know Amsterdam level going viral on Twitter and everything else. Uh absolutely insane. Just absolutely stunning. Um so yeah, I'd give it to Call of Duty, which is surprising. I wouldn't have thought I'd be giving this to a Call of Duty game if you asked me to predict it last year. That, that doesn't surprise me too much. I'll be honest. No? Um, no. Mine is Elden Ring. I think there's like a lot of landscapes and settings where you see Elden Ring in the tree where I would just like stop and just like look at it for a second, uh, which I don't find myself doing very often in games. I felt like I did it quite a bit in Elden Ring. I think it's a lot of, um, I think graphically it's not the best looking game out there by yeah. any means, but I think design wise that game just really, really knocks it out of the park with, uh, you have the whole, um, underground level bit the first time i went there that was absolutely phenomenal visually yes. and i think there's a lot of moments like that where you just get these one shots of something the fi the final boss is one as well where you just mm. see it and it's like very grand if you get up close to a lot of these things that it's just yeah um, this really jaw-dropping moment a lot of times i'd say that about a lot of the enemy designs actually like like it's difficult to call them beautiful in like that sense. Yeah, but, that's like, why I was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the design is is in stunning, right? It's incredible. Yeah. Like like it's so well thought out and and fits that world. Um. So yeah, I agree. I'm gonna say Tunic. Yeah, it's, it's one of those games that it's very pretty. It's very pretty on the eyes. Yeah, the, the level design is very interesting. Um, while I was traversing it, while I was in the world. I wasn't unhappy about looking at it. Let's be honest. Um, that yeah. that yeah, I think for me it was it was. I think that's why I didn't like the game because of I couldn't I couldn't figure out some of its puzzles. Um, and I know it probably got better and better and better the further on it went. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed I enjoyed looking at Tunic. I remember playing. I started there at like twelve o'clock at night one night and been and was like, oh okay, it's now two three o'clock in the morning and being like, oh. That was that was cool. That was a cool experience that I've had. Nah, I didn't. It didn't hit all the way I wanted it to. But from a graphical point of view, I always thought it was quite interesting and fun. So yeah, that's why. That's cool. Um, bump, bala, bump, 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 bump. Top three. Matt, kick us off. Number three. In at number three is a game I started on Xbox and have now put probably. <laughs> I don't know too many hours in on mobile. It's Vampire Survivor. It's fucking brilliant. It's so good. It, it could have it could have had my award for game where time disappears, mm. um, because similar to what you said about playing on the plane uh, on the way out here into into Vegas, uh, I was just like, oh shit, okay, we're almost landing. <laughs> and I've been playing Vampire Survivor the whole time, and now I have four percent battery and I can't get an Uber, and I'm in trouble. Um, but yeah, it's phenomenal. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I don't look at that. 
I, every time I look I, at that game, I'm like, I don't get it. I just don't get it. I don't get it. It's, it's just a fun experience to just play that game and sit down with it. It's one of those where, like, it makes no sense when you're looking at it on paper. When you're looking at it graphically, yes. you're like, this game is popular today. It doesn't make sense. And then you sit down and play it. And it's like, oh, I understand why it's in people's it's people's game of the year and stuff like that. Yeah. I uh, didn't make it in mine. I think it's just because I didn't put enough time into it and didn't. It's one of those where I didn't find myself just naturally wanting to play it. So that, that. yeah. Um, but I for sure understand why uh, it made your top 10. Yeah, for me, it's like has a shocking amount of depth to it as well. Like the you know, the, the, you can't spoil it. The amount of characters you unlock like just keeps going and going and going. You get a map, and then you're like, oh my god, these aren't like procedural levels. There's a map, and items are in the same areas each time. And oh my god, you start building tactics around it, and uh, and then yeah, when you get that satisfaction of just so enemies can't even make it onto the screen i'm so powerful and it's like how is my phone running this thing at any frames per second there's so much going on but it doesn't matter i can stand still and nothing will even come close to me uh is a hell of a lot of fun crash uh number three correct yes uh guilty gear strive ah fine yeah you thought I, I would get through a year and not find a fighting game. <laughs> no, um, this is this this was up between number three and number two spot, I'm going to be honest. Ooh. It was very, very rough. I ended up putting it at the number three spot as opposed to the number two simply because it did come out last year, or not even last year. I think it was before last year yeah, on yeah, other before, platforms right? or something like yeah. that. Yeah, it was a while before it, it got to Xbox. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I decided to give the number two spot to the game that came out this year, but... Yeah, I, I really, really like this game. It's probably the best fighting game I've played in a while. Um, I loved learning this game. I enjoy so a lot of the character designs. I think this game cements Arc System probably as one of the top three fighting game studios right now. Um, I think it's very, very well designed, and I don't think they've put out a bad game in a while. Okay. I'll tell you a word for it, bro. I'll tell you a word for it. Uh, my number three is going to be a little game called The Quarry. Um, again, probably very similar to like you guys. Like you have those experiences that you play with maybe a significant other or a friend or whatever. This is mine and Haley's. Like we play these walking sims together. This is what we do. Um, she reads through the notes. I play. I play the game. We make the decisions together. And yeah, it's just one of those fun experiences. Um, the Quarry was, again, separate from, obviously, the Dark Picture anthology, and I, I've kind of... I haven't played The Devil in Me. I've been waiting. Mm. Uh, hadn't got around to playing it yet, unfortunately. Um, though I will at some point, but I just haven't, didn't get to it this year, unfortunately. But this felt more of a AAA experience with 2K publishing and maybe a little bit more money behind it and things like that compared to any of the Dark Picture anthologies, which is obviously published by Namba, uh, Nam... Nan, Jesus, what? Namco. Nandai Bank. What the hell is the word I'm trying to say? Bandai Namco. Bandai Namco. Thank you, Jesus. Um, yeah, it, it's uh, it's one of those experiences that I just really enjoyed. I enjoyed the I enjoyed the start, I enjoyed the middle, and I enjoyed the end. Um, it left me wanting more, which is always a good thing from a game. Um, obviously, we won't get the same sort of story because that's not how these games work. But I hope that 2K. And Supermassive saw the... Oh, they got the reception that they wanted from it. So we mm. can get more of these type of games from 2K. Because, again, 
that level of budget that they clearly had on this compared to their previous games, it showed. Um, I don't yeah. know if it was a time thing as well, but I really enjoyed it. It's one of those experiences that I was like, oh, I might even go back and play this again because there's certain characters that died. I, I pretty much played it where characters died. And I was like, no! But they added like a rewind feature. And I was like, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do it because I play these games every year. Like I always play the quarry. I, uh, sorry, I always play... Um, Until Dawn. Until Dawn. I always play uh, the other one. Um, damn, I can't think of it now. It doesn't matter. I always play these super massive games every year. They've they kind of replaced Resident Evil for me in a way, which is weird. Mm. Um, where I play these games now instead of going and playing Resident Evil every single year on year. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to playing it again this year, um, especially when it comes around to probably about Halloween or that type of year, um, where I'll do like a whole month of Halloween games and I'm sure I'll get to play it again and be like, oh, this is what I missed. This, 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 and this. And that's always fun. So, yeah. Number three is The Quarry. I'll do my number two because I haven't got much more to say on it, but it's high on life is number two mm. for me. Um, it's a shame this game come out so late in the year. It yeah. really is because it, December's never a great month to release a game. Um, and I still stand by the fact that Xbox dropped the ball massively by not promoting this game the way it should have been promoted. Um, and then... But then weirdly, they came out and said it broke all these records, right, for Game Pass and stuff. So, like, in, you know, it's a different world now. We're in this Game Pass era of marketing, I guess. I, I don't know. Like, I agree with you. I, well, I don't think Microsoft pushed it hard enough, but, yeah, you know, I, people played it. I just think if you've got a game like this on your system or you see a studio like that, and this, if this is what they're going to be producing now year on year on year or free yeah. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what yeah. i mean by that um i don't want to be the guy that's like go buy them but go get a second party exclusive deal with them the way playstation be playing because we don't have games like this this is what game pass is designed for these 12 10 to 12 hour video games that are different and yeah whether you love hate or somewhere in between about high on life you cannot say that it is not a different experience than what you're having um and that's what intrigued me the most about it. I, it's different. It's telling stories in a different way. The jokes pay off in a different way. Um, the world is different. It, everything about it is just very, very, very different. And that's what I love about it. Um, the fact that I can sit there and watch the entirety of Titanic through the film, uh, through the game. <laughs> Wild. Yeah. Not just that. Plenty of films. And that's yeah. what I mean by a living, breathing world as well. Like, yeah. Like, no one told me to stand there and watch what the what, <laughs> yeah. what the characters well, you would normally, on TV. You would just walk past it, it. You wouldn't think about it. It breaks a lot of bounds that like games normally have, and yeah. they do it in really like creative ways. That by the time they get to their third or fourth game, I wonder if they'll find new ways to break it, or they'll will be get to the point where it's like, okay, we've seen enough of this, yeah, that we don't need it anymore. Maybe they've I think got a full be, game running them. Maybe that's all they get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be it'll be very interesting to see the studio's uh, trajectory and learning how to adapt humor because I don't think we've had a lot of studios like strictly focus on delivering us humor in games. No. That if they could really figure out a way to sort of workshop stuff and give us new and unique stuff in every game, it could be a very very unique studio that would be really cool to see. Um, if not Microsoft uh, 
buy them or Microsoft just work on exclusive games with them and give them a bigger budget for some of their titles. Yeah, I think a bigger a bigger budget would be humongous. Again, I think the reason why this resonates with me so much as well is it is a dialogue focused game. Mm. You know, there's no reading, there's no, no the reading. game is talking to me at all times. And again, for me, I think that's a it's a respect thing, I think, for me, where it's like, I want to respect you as the player and we want to entertain you. And that's why I'm I'm enjoying it more, maybe more than most people. Um it, yeah, it's just I would have beat this game one hundred percent if I had it on my Steam Deck. Um, which I know it came out on Steam, but I didn't have it on Steam, so I couldn't play it there. I played it on Game Pass. Uh, hence why I haven't I haven't beat it, just so everyone's aware I haven't beat it yet, but I a hundred percent will. It's like I was playing it before we started the podcast. Um once we finished and I've I've finished some housework, I'll be going back to play it. I just I wanna beat this game and I just wanna keep keep building this well. It's my it's my oh let me keep going, let me keep going game if I just had time to just keep going, you know? So yeah, yeah. Number two for Good. me, high on life. Crash. Should we count down and say our number twos together? I don't. Th- oh, is is our number two gonna be the same? Well, I no. think our number one's gonna be the same. So I think our really? number one for All sure right. is the same. Our number two. All right. All right. Maybe it's not. Maybe it might it's not. be the same. It might be the same. But I'm surprised that would make it to your number two if it's what I'm thinking it is. Okay. Well, then I'll I'll just go with my number two. My number two is Tunic. Yeah. No. Oh shit. Okay. Not never the mind. Same. Never mind then. Uh, Tunic's phenomenal. Like my god. Like like the 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 it's got all of the kind of wonder for me that uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild had with like this world that like is yours to figure out, and and like the way that it does that by giving you this manual that you don't understand until you start doing stuff, and then like I like, the moment I got a page in that manual and I was like I could have done this really significant thing from the first second of this game. But I didn't know, and now it unlocks a whole new. I can go back to everywhere I've been and do this thing, and it's going to unlock loads of stuff. And like that is just fucking brilliant. And the way you have to like reference reference other pages of that manual, and every time you get another page of that manual, it's really exciting. It's such a good and interesting way to teach you how to play that game. Um, And yeah, like I just loved it. And like like Fix said earlier, it's visually absolutely stunning. and 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 yeah, and I think the gameplay is super solid. Like as a as a like a really baked down souls like game um in its combat. Um yeah, it, I, I loved every aspect of that game. It's absolutely stunning. And if you haven't played yeah, it, played it. That game unfortunately did not resonate with me super well. Wow. Like Shocking. a lot of the aspects you're talking about were like some of my most favorite. Like the manual thing I think was so, so brilliant. So yeah. well done. But the game itself, just I couldn't find myself wanting to play it, which was my issue with that game. I think I now, because I think I came to it late, and I think I remember you playing it when it first came out and saying this, and so now this is jogging my memory a little bit. Yeah. Um, wow. Okay, well, I'm excited yeah. to find out what your number two is then. My number two is Marvel Midnight Suns. Really? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was. But I'm the Marvel I, guy, and it didn't even make my list. <laughs> yeah, I I really enjoy this game. I think uh, who's the, the the studio that developed this Fire Team? Oh, Firaxis. Firaxis, yeah, Firaxis. Firaxis. There we go. Uh, Firaxis, like absolutely. Like I think they they knocked it out of the park with a lot of the stuff for this game. Do I have some gripes with like the open world, like the world aspect of you like going around and doing these puzzle stuff? 
Yeah, some of it's not fully fluid, but just like playing this game, I found myself constantly wanting to go in and play and figure out how these characters work and what team comps work with what characters. It was just so, so enjoyable. I think um, the story was serviceable. The main character wasn't anything to like brag about, but that was never the focus of the game for me. It really was the strategy elements and sort of the managing my time of day and what am I going to do and what character do I want to upgrade my relationships with in the game. All of that just resonated super, super well with me. I did not expect that to be number two. I did not expect that. So if you guys had to pick something, what did you guys think was going to be number two for me? As we were going, I just assumed you had Tunic, but yeah. No. I don't know. I, thought you I don't think there's anything game. else in the year. No. no. No other big fighting games came out on Xbox. Yeah, I don't, fo- I don't follow it. I just assumed it would be. Yeah. I, I just didn't expect that to resonate with you the way well, it has. Guilty Gear was almost the second uh, yeah. the second spot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you're close to being on gotcha. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's do a couple more of these, which we've got Gobble, Gobble, Gobble. Uh, get stuffed, all the trimmings. Uh, the game that left you feeling full, dreadful, and satisfied. I, I, I can start if you want. Oh, Christ, go on. Elden Ring. Yeah, I was going to say Elden Ring. It was my instinct. With how many side stuff to do by the time I got to the end of that, it was like, yeah, I've I've fully played this game. Oh, yeah. see, I view this very differently. It's not like uh, I, I just a satisfied meal is the way I've looked at it. Uh, feeling full, yeah, I, the quarry for me. It was like yeah. uh, it was like a good meal. If you leave something on your plate, you know it was that, that much better because you couldn't fit it in. And that's how it felt for me with but, the quarry, where I was like, "What?" I think I think that's fair with the quarry. Yeah, I yeah. think you like yeah, played yeah, everything. Yeah. I think yeah. it's just like you played everything available. In the yeah, game. There was exactly. No, like, from start like, to finish, I played everything that I wanted, and I got out what I wanted from the experience. So yeah, yeah I'd go, I think that's I'd, fair. I'd go with the quarry. Uh, one more we got here, which is boil them, smash them, put them in the stew. Uh, this <laughs> game, uh, this is the game that you'd recommend to the potato squad. Um. Ah. Road Road seventy six. If you haven't played that, yeah, six. Road ninety six. Right. Now. Sorry, 96. Road. Sorry, yeah, yeah. If you haven't played that, you don't even hundred... like this game. I fix. know. I hate it. <laughs> um, I wasn't telling you lot on the podcast a year ago to play it or nothing. Mm-hmm. I, was, yeah, I yeah. even came on there. It was like a Switch game, a PC game. Yeah. Like guys, yeah. like you have to play this. Um, yeah, I think that's like the number one recommendation for me. If you didn't play that this year and you've got Game Pass and you enjoy narratively emotional games not like crazy emotional but like emotional enough that this in always i think it's quite funny in some moments i think it's quite serious in some moments i think it's quite um emotional in terms of the way it goes um yeah for me it was a is, is my number one recommendation game i think i think mine's signalis as a as like a real proper old school survival horror game uh if that sounds nice. like that's your alley you really do fix it. Yeah, if it sounds that. like it's Tipper Alley, get on it. Um, yeah, good puzzles, good, yeah, good world, cool, cool, interesting stuff going on, and uh, and actually genuinely scary, like combat and stuff. Crush. I'm gonna go with Marvel Midnight Sun. I think the game got under talked about. I think it is a fantastic strategy game. Um, I think. The f- I I never expected it to be this good using an IP because 
I've talked about Gears of War and my issue with Gears of War, but the way they structured this game was so different, but they kept a lot of the same stuff that makes me love these sorts of games, and they made a card system completely work. I think that if you're into strategy games like that, but this game is absolutely uh, worth playing. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll start off with my game of the year uh, this year, because we both know what yours is already. Uh, you know what mine is? I have absolutely no clue, bro. No, I don't. Crisis Core is my game of the year. 100%. Crash is annoyed again. I don't know why I keep annoying. I'm not, no, no, I'm not annoyed about this. Oh, what's wrong? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not annoyed. I was just like, I was I, a little sh- surprised that it's number one. Anything that allows me to stay in the Final Fantasy VII world uh, and keep building upon this story and lore that I don't know um, is huge for me. And once again, this game has allowed me to experience more Final Fantasy in a way that I want to, in a fun, enjoyable way. Um, I get to learn more about these characters that I actively care about. Um, that I remember, I remember years ago, like, you got to think, I've been doing this podcast a long time, like I say, like, I remember just being on this podcast, but like, why do people care? Mm. Why do people care about Final Fantasy the way they do? It doesn't make sense to me. Because... It literally didn't make sense to me. I couldn't read it. Um, and yeah. now we're getting games like Final Fantasy VII Remake and obviously Crisis Core Remake as well. And for me, it's that new experience. It's graphically very pretty uh, in certain moments. Its narrative is very good in certain moments. Its gameplay, again, I just didn't expect a, the gameplay. Gameplay in this game, very simple. Very, 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 very simple. But very enjoyable. Whenever you get it right, it just feels good. Um, seeing summons, beating up summons, doing these missions, learning more about about the world. Yeah, man. It, it's it's such a such a good game. Such a fun world to be in. And I'll be honest, I think I might take up Crush's suggestion and just play OG uh, Final Fantasy VII at this point. Um, because I want to experience I- this story and then be able to experience it again when it comes around for the remake part two. Uh, I, so, yeah, I think some of the changes that they like sort of implied with the first game also have a bigger impact having played the first one and from having played the original and looking at what they've shown so far for the next one um, that experience will be like even more uh, apparent in that one so I definitely think anybody who hasn't played the original but enjoys the remake that if you can, and I know it's a very different game, so if it's not your thing, it's not your thing. Uh, but you try and play the original. Do you know what I think it is as well? It's like a book. Like I could probably go back and watch Harry Potter. And I read Harry Potter now because in my head, I know what Harry Potter is supposed to look like. Yeah, you very can much gaps. now with Final Fantasy. Not that I didn't love the way it looked back then, but the sprites and things like that. It just it didn't it didn't get me the way I want I wanted it to. Right now, yeah. I know what Sephiroth looks like. I know what he's supposed right. to look like. I know what Cloud's meant to look like. I know what, what all these amazing characters are supposed to look like. And I've heard their voices as well. So I can fill that gap in now a little bit easier than I could before. Plus, yeah. I can read a lot more now than I could previously. Um, <laughs> which definitely yeah. helps. Uh, yeah. So yeah, but that's why it's my game of the year. It's a lot of fun. I didn't expect it to be my game of the year, I'll be honest with you. Um, but it's one of those experiences that I'm enjoying i keep enjoying and i'm, I'm gonna keep on enjoying for years to come you know what what's crazy fix that that's my game of the year as well that's my number one slot wild game. <laughs> and me. I, I, I will be honest i 
did not play it this year. Yeah. So that's probably why it, pro- it more than likely would have ended up somewhere on my list, but I just didn't find the time to play it, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 glad that you're enjoying it. I'm glad that you ended up playing it as much as I did, as you I, did. I'm just happy to say I'm a Final Fantasy fan. We'll see after nah. Final Fantasy 16 comes nah. out. <laughs> nah, I might have to caveat that with I'm a Final Fantasy 7 World Final Fantasy fan, yeah. but yeah. I'm a Final Fantasy fan at this moment in time, which is cool. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Go on, then, nerds. Nerd off. Number uh, Elden Ring, of course, right? The right answer to this question: It's Elden Ring. Yes, number five. You disgust me, fix. Unbelievable. How um, much would you hate me if I put it number one? <laughs> oh, bro, I would have, I would have blown up fuse, bro. I would have been so furious because I wouldn't have understood it at all. You don't understand it now, but there's, no. there's a method to the madness. But, it's your list. I can't like I can't beat you over the head for your list. You like what you like. You put it where you put it. You know. I like it. Um, yeah. What more can we say about Elden Ring that we haven't spoken of? Like that game is just so good from start to finish, and how much breadth of stuff you can do in that game that you don't have to do, and it's sort of into the in the eye of the beholder. Do you explore that? Do you even interact with that? Because there's know, some stuff bro. that you can. When you pick up Completely that Pokemon magaf- magazine and start reading it, it's like, wow, yeah, that game is crazy, crazy bro. <laughs> that's why I fixed stop playing. He, he got stuck on the porno magazine. It's like every time I load up this game, I'm busy and it's not playing the game. <laughs> Wild. I think, um, I think as well, like it had such, it had a hard, um, kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It had it had some things going against it in the, like it was so hyped. And like it's difficult for a game that is so anticipated yeah. that people already think is going to be the best game ever to then come out and still please the fans, right? And not just get yeah. nitpicked to and, shit. And they had George R. R. My, uh, Martin writing the backstory for it, and everybody yeah. was like, "Oh, that's going to be either it's not going to be like that impactful, and it's not going to be that great." But I think a lot of a lot of what that world ends up being also rides off the back of the backstory that George R. R. Martin sort of set up for that game and then i think miyazaki and the team uh from software brilliantly built out onto it and adding their own sort of view onto that world uh and it's just fantastic from top to bottom yeah absolutely agree and you know relatively recently i had a friend who is not so much into souls games and uh he uh gave me a text and was like hey can you come over and walk me through the first few hours so i can try and get into this and i and immediately then i was like fuck, I need to pick this game back. Like, I need to play this again. Like, I so want to jump back in and play it again. Um, and I would love to play it, like, co-op as well, because, like, I want to jump back in and play it again, not for the difficulty or the grind, but for the, like, experimentation of, like, trying weapons out that I didn't have a chance to in my first run and stuff like that. So, um, I would love to what's, do that. What's that face, Vex? No, not me. Not me. You Please, got, not you me. got a lot you want to say there. Yeah, we're going to run through co-op with you, Fix. Yeah, let's do it. You can't do it all three of us, though, can we? Yeah. Yeah. If we get how how close what what's our next milestone for subscribers? It's ten thousand, right? Ten thousand. Jesus Christ. If we we're get not, we're not even at two. Well, yeah, I don't know where we're at. We're not <laughs> whatever the subscriber goal is, I forgot. It's fourteen hundred, isn't it? Fourteen hundred. We need two K now. When we're on the one that runs two K. Okay, I'm gonna look it up right now. I want the closest one of it. It's close to two K. Oh, no. We gotta hit two K. Yeah, that's what we got If we get two K. I don't know why I said 10,000 if we get to 2K. I skipped so many steps. If we get to 2K in the next three weeks, 
fix will uh, we will be doing uh, at least one stream at least one stream if we get another 2k after that another stream (laughs) and then every 2k in perpetuity until the end of time we will get another elden ring stream uh from fix right i'm not agreeing to that fix a great don't worry about it I'm not agreeing to that. This show's already gone long, boy. So we're not. I think we're going to save our top ten for next week's topic of the show. Our top five oh, for next week's cool. topic of the show. Okay. Um, I mean, it's been a great year in gaming. If you look along our list, you can't sit there and say there hasn't been at least ten great games. Very different lifts. Very similar lifts in certain ways as well, I guess. Um, sure. Shout out to Origin Cookie Man for the for the great categories. I thought that was a great addition uh, to this. It was good. Um, game of the year lists uh, again emailing us uh emailing my xbox me podcast at gmail.com sorry about me speaking today it's been very bad apparently i think i'm rusty i'm not gonna lie i feel mm. like we haven't you done this that in break. a while yeah i'll be honest when we recorded last week i felt very rusty as we were mm. recording the podcast because we two, had it obviously done break. It for a while well, a week yeah break, but yeah um but yeah, keep supporting. Obviously, go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Go and hit the like button. Drop a comment. Let us know your game of the years uh, over in the Discord. We have the official My Xbox and Me Discord now. Uh, so feel free to go join that. We're still building it out. So go and drop some questions there. You can still ask questions in the MC Fixer one. But there is a separate Discord for that. Matt and Crusher are going to do dinner now, which is nice for them. They're going to hug. They're going to meet IRL for the first time. Look how happy Matt is. I love that. I'm like, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, good. Uh, and yeah, man. Uh, Crash, we got the plug this week. Uh, Twitter, my Twitter account. You can go on there, and I'm gonna post a picture of me and Matt on a dinner date before getting to do a dinner date with Fix. I respect that. I respect that. A nice little selfie. I respect it. Big respect. It's coming, guys. It's coming. Matt, what about you? We got to plug. You got to subscribe to the YouTube so that we all end up playing Elden Ring together, guys. It's on you now. This the ball's in your court, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. If you don't go and make extra accounts to make this happen, can <laughs> Shame you, what are you, you doing? Can you even call yourself a real my Xbox and me fan? Uh, you can follow me everywhere at MC Fixer. Uh, more music coming this year. I am now officially whitelisted. My Twitch channel has absolutely exploded. Um, but. I am looking to do some more streams over on the My Xbox and Me channel. So yeah, definitely hit subscribe button, turn notifications on because the reason I don't like subscribing on the My Xbox and Me channel is obviously because there isn't as many people there watching. So You mean streaming? Again, streaming, streaming sorry, yeah. Um, so, you know, even if we just got our core people that are going to come through every week, I'm cool with that, but we need to build that core, you know? So make sure you subscribe, turn notifications on, and until next time, we will love you, leave you, and see you all later. Good boys! Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Good boy.